Languages to music. Languages to music. Languages to music. Languages to music. So welcome everybody to the Languages to Music podcast and very happy today because we have the lovely Mayonde Masia joining us all the way from Nairobi. Welcome Mayonde. Oh thank you. So excited to be here with you. It's so wonderful to have you with us here especially since one of your songs Nairobi is featured on the Swahili 3 music playlist. So really asante sana for making time. Oh shukran much appreciated uh so let's start with something i ask all the artists which languages do you speak which languages have you studied and which language would you like to learn oh okay so i speak english and kiswahili mm-hmm. i've studied french uh in high school i studied french and what language would i like to learn i would love to learn my mother tongues i have two mother tongues <laughs> um Kenya Rwanda um that's what they speak in Rwanda and Kinamba mm-hmm. which is the tribe uh the Kenyan tribe that my father comes from wow which was the second one again uh Kenya Rwanda and Kikamba Kikamba I've never heard of Kenya of Kikamba actually wow Kikamba ah, yeah Kamba the Kamba the Kambas are very artistic people okay <laughs> so the language is very melodious it sounds like mm. they're singing half the time. <laughs> Beautiful. I love the sound of Kenya Rwanda as well. Mm-hmm. Yes, it sounds so good. But because my parents came from different countries, um they they didn't know what to teach us because uh, my dad would travel a lot. He didn't want us to learn Kenya Rwanda because mm. felt like he wouldn't understand what we're speaking in the house. <laughs> yeah, so they just decided to teach us English and Kiswahili. Up. Okay, okay. So at home it was English and Kiswahili and at school did you have to study a certain language or could you choose? Yeah, I studied French, uh but of course you study English and there was also Kiswahili that was mandatory. Both English and Kiswahili are mandatory in Kenyan education. But I studied French as well. Okay. Do you do you have have you ever had music help you learn a language? I don't know. Did you for me French only kicked in when I found out about French hip hop I loved, for example. Oh, so wow. did did music feature at school or at home at all in your language learning? Yes, definitely. Uh because I I've played very many corporate events here in Nairobi. Mm. So there are very many songs that I've had to sing in different languages for the sake of the event, right? Um so I've sung in French, I've sung in Kosa from South Africa, wow. I've sung in Spanish, I've sung in um French. Uh, there's a very beautiful song by Lenubians called Makeda that I love to sing. Yeah, Makeda. Oh, it's beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> So I love singing in other languages and yeah uh, so the answer is yes because I'd have to learn about what I'm singing. Mhm. I'd have to like see what do the words mean so that I'm not just going and like singing curses upon people and I have no idea <laughs> that I'm singing curses. So it would help me to learn certain words so I'm like oh, okay I I know I I have 
once I've sung in a certain language, I know certain words that they use a lot, right? Yeah. So I love singing in different languages. Yeah, it's really it. The more you you learn, you realize that it's the same 500 words kind of in every song, <laughs> you know? <laughs> I think I think besides rap, you know, a general song in any language, we tend to be singing about more or less the same feelings. Mm -hmm. Yes, exactly. <laughs> We're all alike. Yeah, I'm, I'm really interested as well in how music ties into our memory because, you know, a lot of songs are storytelling, but even deeper than that, even just with the melodies, the harmonies, how that um, influences our memory. So what for you is the earliest music related memory you have? Um, earliest music related memory. Mm, that's a good one. I think singing in Sunday school. Mm -hmm. when I was a kid, yeah, I think singing in Sunday school. Like it was always so fascinating to me how um, there were so many songs. There was like a book of all the kids' um, songs. I think it was called Joyful Praise. And like they were all so fun. Like it was so much fun to go to Sunday school because of the songs we get to sing. So mm -hmm. I think. Even in nursery school, like all the little singing games we would have, those are probably my earliest um, singing memories or musical memories. Like mm. you sing as a kid in church, at school. I loved it. Nice. Yeah, and it's it's amazing how when you've learned and loved a song when you're a kid, then it's it's never going anywhere. Like it's mm. <laughs> in your brain forever and ever um yeah 100 percent. who are your favorite swahili speaking uh artists at the moment or who have influenced you in in your career do you have any favorite songs or albums that come to mind that really influenced you as an artist oh wow um so there's mudoni the drama queen ah um, amazing she loves to rap in swahili um and she even has like a bit of a um tarab or arabic uh <laughs> um swahili twang to her uh, like her lyricism and her melodies so yeah definitely mm. mama queen um a lot of the album she has lots of awesome like Swahili lyrics and rap. So I think Mudoni, Dram Mudoni the drama queen, definitely. Um, Saudi Soul do really well with like their Swahili lyrics. So I love that. Um, and that mm. they also incorporate like some of their mother tongue in there, some Luya, but they, they're really heavily into like Swahili lyrics. So I love them for that as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah amazing do you have any words or expressions that you tend to use a lot in swahili mm -hmm. oh, um hmm, that's a good question or any favorite sayings yeah um well i i find that i say um uh, i talk about love a lot so mm -hmm. Lako, penzi, letu, penzi, like I use my penzi a lot. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I talk about love and the Swahili word for love is upendo. Yeah. Mm. So um, 
nakupenda sana that's something i say um wewe ni penzi langu you are my love like i i i say those swahili words a lot and i've had to try to edit myself to be like girl you can't use this in every song <laughs> <laughs> why not it's a beautiful thing <laughs> yeah it's a beautiful thing yeah but um yeah so when it comes to love songs i love to write love songs and i love how swahili how it's so melodic as well and so i love that um upendo I, i love how the the syllables for anything that has to do with upendo upendo mpenzi penzi <laughs> it mm. just all sounds so good to me so i can't help but use <laughs> that word and it it sounds beautiful when you sing it too so <laughs> so obviously um nairobi was a a big inspiration for this song that we've included in the in the playlist but for you in general um what yeah what most inspires you when you're writing um i think it it has to come from the heart like it it has to be something that my soul has been stewing on for a minute or thinking mm. about uh like say with nairobi i was thinking about how for the longest time i was given this dream of you know it's success is outside kenya it's outside nairobi like only people like in the states or in the uk can make it as artists like mm. your soul dream and then realizing oh no i'm exactly where i'm supposed to be um i'm supposed to build my home i'm supposed to build the industry here and it's sort of about um having something work out outside so see i'd been stewing over that for a while and so mm. i decided a song to celebrate where i'm at celebrate the city that raised me yeah. so a lot of the times it's it's just something that um i've processed that i've had to overcome or that i've had to um change a perspective on and then i'll want to celebrate it in music mm-hmm. <laughs> it just has to be something that i've lived through or overcome I think that's a really great point what you bring up. Um the other day I found uh an essay that my father wrote. He was Eritrean. Uh, mm. So when he was born it was it was Ethiopia and uh he got a scholarship to the States and I found an old essay he must have written like in the early 70s. Mm. And he kind of coined a phrase because I have I've looked it up online. I haven't found it. So I think he invented it. It was called being to ism and it was about this whole thing of you know how in so many countries all around the world and within Africa that it, people are given like some more value if they've been to America or they've been to the yeah. states and so the whole essay was about you know we have to we have to kill that like that can't be a thing why do we make people feel like they should leave their home in order yeah. to gain value and why does education or experience professional experience abroad have any more weight than experience at home so mm-hmm. yeah i think that's really a important and wonderful um work to do because it's, yeah <laughs> it's a certain perception yeah yeah and i see that even in languages you know i used to live in brazil and at one point there were posters coming up in the city telling people to stop using english words especially things for like 
email or computer or tech mm. things um it was kind of pushing people to keep using to their own portuguese and not letting english seep in too much like into day-to-day -day portuguese conversations oh wow okay. yeah <laughs> so i found that was really interesting because in some countries I've, i mean i know in kenya and in tanzania there's or there's often a mix of what was it philippa told me Swa swaglish yeah shang yeah and and um and some countries are you know embrace mixing languages mm -hmm. and some kind there's some movements that are like no we have to keep english away from our, our mother tongue <laughs> so, yeah no it's interesting is there is there music where you don't understand the lyrics or the language but you just really are drawn to the sound to the atmosphere i don't know yeah samba yes. oh k-pop <laughs> all the time you know it's interesting living in growing up in kenya realizing how many influences we had right mm -hmm. so yeah like indian soaps and movies so you know you get the influence of like bollywood and their music and then like also hearing like french house <laughs> mm. that something south african music is huge in in nairobi in kenya um getting stuff from Uganda, getting stuff from West Africa. So I, I feel like we've been ex exposed to so many different kinds of languages and styles of music here. Um, and so Kenya is mm. really a melting pot, Nairobi especially, um, of all kinds of music and languages. And I don't know how it happened like that, but we listen to so much. So I love South African music. And you just find yourself singing along even if you don't know what you're saying and then sure. eventually you're like what am i saying let me go and find out what because <laughs> it's just so dope especially south african music um yeah. this is actually called Busiswa. and like she released a song and i was like i have to learn the lyrics i have to know what it means just because of how dope it was so mm -hmm. totally that happens to me all the time <laughs> amazing yeah it's I wish we had we had all the time in the world to learn all the languages, all the languages we want to. <laughs> really, I don't know how much travel has been affected for you in the past year, but I know here so many concerts and tours have had to be cancelled. Um, so when when things get a bit more back to normal, um, where would you like to travel where would you like your your next trip to be your next concert to be oh wow um <laughs> i feel like traveling in my mind uh, has been cut short <laughs> mm. although we have we're like projecting for end of this year to go to australia um wow. so that's the next place i'd like to travel to if everything goes <laughs> the way it's supposed to go um so yeah, definitely Australia, but that's like a family thing. If it's to perform, I would really love to go to Brazil. Oh, amazing. I really love to go to Brazil because I really love Bossa Nova music and the next project I'm working on has heavy Bossa influence. Oh, in cool. So I would love to just go and soak up all the Bossa Nova in Brazil yeah. and sing with them and uh, yeah. I would love to perform in Brazil. 
Oh, I would love to hear a, a mix of Portuguese and Kiswahili in a song. That would be I killer. think that would sound really nice, actually. <laughs> that would be so nice. Two such musical languages. Hmm. That would be beautiful. No. So, as a as a last question, is there is there music you have plans to share this year? What can people listen out for? Oh yes. Um, so um, yes, is a record I'm working on, and I really love bossa. I love hip hop, and I want to fuse the two. Mm. And so that's really the project I'm working on. I've been shopping for stuff online. Like now it's amazing how you can find beats on the internet. It's crazy. Mm. <laughs> you, you can find producers from all over the world on YouTube, on Spotify, on Apple Music, and then just take the sounds you like and write to that. Mm. So that's currently what I'm doing. Lots of songwriting and um, aiming for the end of the year to release it. So Amazing and hopefully with a gig in brazil to boot that would be so great right that would be so great amazing mayonde thank you so much for making time today it's so wonderful to have you as a guest on the podcast and and to hear hear the speaking voice between behind the amazing singing voice that we hear on the playlist so thank you so much thank you thank you so much for having me and I hope, I hope, I hope to be at that concert in Brazil. Hey, yeah. Hey. There you can show me around. I'll be there. I'll be your translator. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Languages to music. Languages to music. Languages to music. Yeah. Languages to music